Mother's Day is around the corner. Find the perfect gift for the mom in your life with a stunning piece of jewelry from Blue Nile. From timeless pearls to dazzling gemstones, Blue Nile has something she'll adore. Need it fast? Most items can ship overnight. Plus, enjoy guaranteed free shipping and returns. Don't miss our special Mother's Day deals. Save big on the season's most beautiful trends. For a limited time, get up to 50% off by going to BlueNile.com. That's BlueNile.com. You're listening to Text Message, the stress-free technology podcast with me, Nate Langson. Bold claim there, Nate. Uh, and I'm Ian Morris. It is a bold claim. Creator of in- stress. I've said this, and I specifically said this ahead of the show, that it's a bit like the, the concept of schadenfreude, where you, you sort of take some kind of joy and pleasure in witnessing somebody's downfall or meltdown. Um, yeah. and, and I sort of feel there's nothing more, I don't know, reassuring and uplifting in the world than you having a rant about something that doesn't matter. That's an interesting point you raise. Uh, do write to us. Uh, what's the email address? Hello at UKTechShow.com. Write to us there and tell me if you think that listening to me go nuclear about something is either relaxing, stressful, or neither. I'd be fascinated to hear what you think. Well, we've been away for a couple of months. Thank you, everyone, for not unsubscribing. It's been uh, a great pleasure to know that you're sitting there on the edge of your figurative seats, perhaps on the edge of your literal seats, waiting for us to return. Uh, We do tend to take a bit of a summer break, and as with many breaks... It's often followed by a a, a resuming session, and that's what this is. We're going to be experimenting this week with a couple of new features that we hope will be long-loved and long-lasting, and uh, we're going to get to those in a little bit. We're also going to talk about some of the stuff that we've done while we've had our little hiatus, or our hello-atus, or our greetings-atus, depending on your perspective of that particular word. Uh, Let's start with a bit of news, though. I read quite a bit this weekend uh, about Bruce Willis. And when I say quite a bit, I meant mm, 20 minutes and three stories uh, over breakfast uh, today. Uh, Bruce Willis's agent denied reports that the film star has sold the rights to his face. Now, this is according to the the BBC this weekend. But it follows... Last week's pretty widely reported story that Willis, known for his uh, appearance in Friends, if nothing else, uh, in a first deal of its kind, had sold his face to a deep fake company. However, a spokesperson for the actor told the BBC that he had no partnership or agreement with a company in question. Now, this led me down in a couple of rabbit holes one is that i found out that bruce willis had actually announced his retirement from acting in in march because of uh, a diagnosis he'd recently had uh, that affects speech um but it seemed that there was a a bit of confusion uh between newsrooms let's say uh after there was a deep fake image of willis used in an advert last year and then i think it was the daily mail reported that there'd been some exclusivity deal or something struck between willis uh, and this company deep cake so i went looking for this company deep cake because i thought firstly what a name deep cake who doesn't want a deep cake just a tremendously enticing image of of food there um uh, it says here the uh this was on the daily mail two-time emmy winner bruce willis can still appear in movies after selling his image rights to deep cake 
the, the story there's a similar story on the telegraph and, and a bunch of others so i went looking at d cake's website and i found a comment that he had on their website reads this i like the precision of my character that's referring to uh the image that was used by deep cake in an ad last year he continues it's a great opportunity for me to go back in time the neural network was trained on content of die hard and fifth element so my character is similar to the images of that time with the advent of modern technology i could communicate work and participate in filming even being on another continent it's a brand new and interesting experience for me and i'm grateful to our team i found the whole concept of this to be so much more interesting than anything to do about selling the rights to your face or whether or not you, yeah, you've sold yeah. them exclusively but specifically because if you're an actor short of you know good prosthesis or a rather custom job cgi as you know c tron uh, legacy you pretty much look like you whereas if you set if you're working with your image and you could go back and say, well, actually, I want to I want to use Bruce Willis, but I want 1995 Bruce Willis or I, I'd like to cast Jennifer Aniston, but specifically Friends season three, Jennifer Aniston and yeah. specifically Friends season three, Jennifer Aniston's hair. It's quite a big deal at the time. If memory it was serves. A, a massive deal. I had it on a pencil case. I thought I was cool. I'd never seen Friends at the time. Um, I just thought that was really quite interesting way more interesting than any of the news stories actually were just the idea that in future we could have actors medical conditions notwithstanding saying yes i can act in this uh, but i'm too old so instead cast my teenage image and i'll still do the voices and i'll still do the potentially even motion capture or you can just use this a, a, a surrogate actor and uh, and we'll stitch the two together I thought that was really interesting, Ian, and I thought you might have I, views on that. I, I do. I mean, I think in a lot of ways, it's probably worth actors having these agreements in place with somebody so that, you know, someone can't just run off and do it anyway. I mean, I'm sure that there would still be legal reasons you couldn't do that. But um, being in control, giving yourself some agency over your likeness and being able to monetize that uh, feels like a pretty reasonable thing to do as an actor. I mean, you've spent all your career building up that that fandom, the people that like you, the you know the the enjoyment they get from seeing you. So it makes sense to have some sort of plan for that. Should you uh, you know be unable to act, or if you want to be you know act younger than you are. So I, I quite I quite like that idea. I mean, I, I I found the whole thing with Bruce Willis deeply sad. I mean, there's a lot of stuff going on there with um, unscrupulous people using him for money making purposes and you know being in films that really he wasn't well enough to do and that as as such are quite disappointing i haven't actually seen any and i wouldn't bother watching them but having the idea that he could be consulting on stuff you know providing um you know guides to how he speaks you know uh, how he would do it which and i don't know if that's an opportunity he has now with his condition as it is but or even if he trusts someone in his family to look after that aspect uh, for him i think that's actually quite a a, a good idea um and I, th I think that the technology has come on so far now we are probably at a point where it's serviceable particularly in this thing that you're talking about where there's like an advert or something like that where it doesn't really matter so much um i wonder if for motion pictures it's a little bit different um i and i i don't know about you i mean i, I did you um they they did recreate young 
Carrie Fisher for Star Wars, and they've done it with um, uh, Mark Hamill as well. He he appears as a younger version of himself uh, in in um, the Mandalorian, and um, I I sort of wonder that, that they're not using deep fakes for that. They're using more traditional um, technology to do it, uh, and a lot of people have been like, "Why don't you use deep fakes? They look so much better." But again, Hollywood does know how to do special effects better than people with a copy of. I don't know, Adobe Premiere. Anyway, yeah, and the fact is that now. this this can be turned around in in a few in a matter of days yeah. using some of this technology, and I think that's 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 the key difference. And on the topic of Star Wars, I believe, um, according to John and Rich in our live chat, James Earl Jones yes. um, was working to do something similar with his. Yeah, there's a there's a there's a voice fake thing that's actually even better than deep fakes really um i mean for most people i doubt you'd even be able to tell but yeah i mean he's 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 in his 90s now i think james l jones so it make it makes sense for him to sort of take a step back from the the rigor of working on set or whatever um and you know and making uh, still being able to make money out of the character that he made famous which i think is really cool uh, so would you yes. would, would you ever sell the the, the likeness of uh, of you, of you? Well, yeah. my like, yeah, I, I was thinking, sorry. Uh, my likeness isn't really worth anything, mate. I, I'm not, you know, Bruce Willis or James Earl jo- Jones. Uh, I'm, I, I, I don't imagine anyone's going to come knocking and say, look, we'll give you five million quid to use your likeness. But if they did, I mean, I might negotiate it slightly differently on a per use basis. But yeah, sure, why not? Well, we've been off air for two months, maybe more. Yeah. When were we? When when did we go away? I mean, I was away late August, um, yeah, or well, mid to late August, and then we hadn't done one. I don't think we'd done one two weeks before that either. So it's been two months. It's been too long, is what it's been. I think. Um, and well, you were um, given the opportunity to come back, but you were doing something to do with the Queen or something. Uh, was watching. I? wall-to-wall coverage or something yes i was doing i was i was doing that and i thought that was more important <laughs> than, a, than a podcast i but strongly disagree but anyway some there have been some interesting developments uh, most specifically i got a new kitchen installed and oh fantastic and you, how is it why haven't you sent me any photos because it hasn't been finished yet it turns oh. out putting a new kitchen in takes forever and it, it, I, we're just beset by over budget issues and more things that need doing it's looking it's looking great it's been very stressful however it did give me the opportunity to future proof the the kitchen by installing lots of technology into it so i have learned quite a lot about motion sensors because i wanted like most of the rest of the lights in this house i wanted them to be controllable with uh siri Right. Uh, and Apple's home kit because I like having scenes throughout the house I like things having uh, being controllable on a timer and I like the power saving ability of turning things off remotely or when they're not being used and and so on and and we've got quite used to those in the house and I didn't want the kitchen to be one of the only rooms that didn't have that kind of technology however a kitchen unlike other rooms does you often go in and out of a kitchen quite often 
Whereas you tend to sit in a lounge in one go. And if you're in the bedroom, it tends to be because you're going to sleep. So the lights are only on for a bit of time when you go to sleep. Whereas a kitchen presented a very different proposition because in the evening you want it to have lights on, but you don't have to tell a virtual assistant every time you go in to turn the lights on and then again turn them off when you go out. So I started exploring motion sensors and I had one motion sensor because one of the cameras smart cameras that i that i use which for a period of time i had poking out the front window to make sure no one chucked anything in our skip while we had it out on the driveway <laughs> it turns out that had a motion sensor functionality so i temporarily used it and i had a, a nice configuration where it detected movement in the kitchen if it was after sun had set and if it detected movement it turned the lights on and after a period of time of not detecting movement it turned the lights off two problems with that the first yep is that if you were sitting still, it didn't necessarily detect movement. Therefore, it would turn them off while you were still in there. The other problem, which semi-alleviated the first issue, is that the camera that I'd use for the motion sensor was only using optical light and changes in pixels for determining whether there was movement, yeah. which means the lights turning on or off was a signal of motion which it then used to reverse whether the lights were on or off and therefore set itself in an endless loop of turning itself on and off so right, that sounds like a lot of fun it was uh briefly briefly fun so i started looking into you need heat motion sensing and that's what i've got a pir sensor a passive infrared sensor these are the ones that detect the uh, radiation of infrared i.e human beings Yes. walking into a room and, and dogs that, well so far the dog hasn't triggered it oh, but it okay. may have been because we put him in a buster collar yesterday after he injured his foot and he wasn't quite uh, as mobile so tonight will be the real test of whether the dog triggers that sensor but so far so good i'm quite well, I mean, excited if he does he does i mean he, you know he's mostly asleep at night isn't he um sometimes he sleeps at night yeah between licking his balls and licking my face and and putting bark, his anus in your and face barking. all that yeah and sometimes a combination of, of all three yeah they sent me a picture of um it being woken up by the dog and it's um little balloon knot right up against his cheek it, it, was. it was uh quite quite the uh the the lesson i felt it, it looked like the last thing that that um smeagol would have seen jumping into the fires of you know in, in gondor um right yes uh, okay yeah it it um just looks like the eye of sauron anyway um ian uh, you bought a jaguar what i didn't know you'd bought in it is, is a cd auto changer which yes, i thought I, was a, a very 90s purchase it, well i mean it the car is from 2002 so it is kind of like the hang on from the 90s i didn't really twig that that isn't the reason i bought a stupid car um but I've got up from having one CD in the Golf, which I never used, to having six in the Jaguar, which I will never use. I do have CDs in it. And it's weirdly disappointing sound quality, actually. Like, the radio's well, fine. Go on, then. Go on, then. Dis but describe. It's, it's just quite muffled. And mm. I don't know why. Because the, the CDs are read off the... Actually, there is a there is a digital to analog converter in the auto changer, isn't there? Because the, I think the way they send the signal back is just analog, so it's just like an analog cable run that goes back to the head unit with a control thing in it. So actually, it's perhaps because the CD auto changer has just got a bad, it's just not a very good amplifier slash D 
to A converter, I guess. Anyway, um, so it's quite fun. It's a nice little throwback. You could hear it clicking away when you use it. Um, it doesn't always work either. That's another thing I've noticed. Sometimes mm. it just won't communicate with the head unit. So it sounds um, a lot like your neck. It sounds a lot like what? Your neck. Oh, yes. a lot, doesn't yeah. com- converse with the head unit. I went um, to sleep. Not that reliable. Other, I went to sleep the other week. I woke up, and my and one of the muscles in my shoulder had just completely frozen. It was extremely painful. I couldn't. Oh. I couldn't look left. It was <laughs> awful. It's also very dangerous if you're trying to drive and looking left isn't possible. Well, if you were asleep, though, at the wheel, I would say you have bigger problems. I wasn't driving when it happened. It was afterwards that I had the problems. Ah, fair enough. John says, that's old age, Ian. Yes, John. Yes, it is. Mm. And it's depressing. You've also bought a label printer. I mean, I have. Well, yes. I mean, I got it. um, My girlfriend had uh, two, (laughs) because why wouldn't you? So she... uh, she was happy to uh, part with one for a, a a modest payment, little less than retail. Uh, now, uh, now I can freely label things. It's great. Everyone should have a label printer. Oh, I know Kate wants a label printer. Well, she, she should get one. The, no. The uh, the only thing that um, I haven't done yet is label the label maker because that is the the really the the sort of end of things. That's that's um that's really the goal of having a label maker is to label the label maker. Uh, God, that is, just, that's that's I very meta. It, that's very. I find meta. it very amusing. Yeah. Um. And 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 your um <clears throat> the the guy who wrote Men in Black. Yeah. D- uh, tweeted uh, something like this recently, and he he said, "I've got a label maker," and and it was a, a view of his lounge, and everything had a label on it. It was really funny, uh, and the label maker had label maker labeled on it, and I, and I just thought that's uh that's absolutely brilliant. I love it. Sort so, of like- but it's. Yeah, it's like a, a label maker labeling itself is like the brain naming itself. Yeah, yeah, which is sort, which is sort of did. Huh. Yeah, it sort of did, didn't it? Mm. Um, the kids think it's great. We've got a box that uh, some of their clothes are in. It's uh, it's got a a label on it now that says Mega Box. They thought that was very entertaining. I bet, I bet kids love Mega things. Right, we've got a new feature here. Oh yeah, a, a brand new feature. I have no idea how this is going to work, um, but we're going to try it out because I was on the eBay's the other day. Oh, you were um, looking. I was looking at things, stuff, and things, and I um, I thought we could have a bit of a quiz and see if you can guess the uh, the order of prices for some of these products that I saw on sale would you like to have a go i don't have a name for this segment it's called price quiz in the script (laughs) of course it is gripping stuff we'll come up with a name if we repeat the feature but i've even got some uh some new some new music for this quiz if you if you like it should we dive into it i'd love to yeah all right here we go oh wow okay yeah is this uh (laughs) this is rights not infringing music about a certain uh, no, this is uh, a sound I bought from Pond5. Yes, but this, it's very clearly inspired by a well-known quiz. Well, let's see if the content is. You've got four products, tech products, to guess right. um, the price of. They're all, I'll tell you now. If I win, I'm a millionaire. No, they're all okay. under a tenner in this okay. in this first in this first quiz. Um, here are the four products. There is a Zeiss 
smartphone wipe pack of 180. You've got a USB 3 SD memory card reader micro mobile adapter for SDHC, SDXC, MMC, TFT flash card reader. You've got King of Flash anti-slip comfort mouse mat black. Right. And you've got a USB wired optical scroll wheel mouse. So to, re- to, to so to cap, we're going from we want cheapest to most expensive uh-huh. on eBay. These are all buy it now prices, and they're all new. Sure. They're not pre-owned. So you've got a pack of 180 smartphone wipes. Uh-huh. You've got an SD card reader. You've got a mouse mat, and you've got a, an optical scroll wheel. Okay, here's my guess. Go on. Mouse mat. Okay. Uh, mouse. Okay. Wipes. USB three SD card reader. Read those again. In in the order. In the in the order. That I want them to be. Yeah, lowest to uh, highest. Right. So the the uh, the the King of Flash anti slip comfort mouse mat. Yeah. The USB wired optical scroll wheel LED mouse for computer, laptop, Windows 7, 8, 10, Mac. Yeah. The Zeiss smartphone wipes, 180 piece. Yeah. USB 3 SD memory card reader, micro mobile adapter for SDHC, SDXC, MMC, TF, T Flash. Game over. So wrong, mate. Really? So wrong. Completely wrong. Absolutely. Almost. <laughs> almost about the- face. Almost the opposite way around, I have okay. to say here. Uh, cheapest was the wipes, £1.72. Followed by okay, the value. the card reader at uh, £2.90. Wow. Uh, yeah, £2.299. Good, good, good uh, then it was the, uh, the the scroll wheel, the, the mouse, at uh, 3 quid. Followed by the mouse map at 3 49 Shall I tell you why I went for that order in the way that I did? Go on. Because things are on eBay are always w- w- completely the wrong price. Like the yeah. things that you think should be expensive often aren't, and the things that you think should be cheap are often weirdly costly. So that was why I sort of thought that. I thought you know the Zeiss smartphone wipes. I, I mean, I've seen those in shops and they're fairly expensive actually. So I thought 180 pack of those would be at least a fiver. And what I found interesting about those is that they were near as damn it one pound eighty, which meant they are one pence each. A one one wipe is one pay one. Pay. I mean, there is no profit there, right? How is that even possible? Yeah, there you go, mate. Well, thanks for Over playing the stock, quiz. I guess. Oh no, that was a pleasure. If anyone would like to suggest uh, a category of products or a price tier of product for uh, for next week's quiz, by all means, do submit hello at uktechshow.com and we'll see if. Ian, or perhaps I, can best Ian, or perhaps Ian, uh, next week. Ian. Uh, Google's shutting down Stadia. I heard this. It's uh, The headline is uh, that you've put in here is shutting down, but no, it's shutting. Ah, yeah. Uh, poor old Google Stadia, Nate. It's been killed by Google after years of speculation. The service, which charged a monthly fee to gamers uh, to stream AAA titles to, to devices like TVs, web browsers, um, and other low-powered computers, will completely close in 2023. Google has uh, managed this as well as it possibly could do. Well, it hasn't managed it that well, uh, which is why people have been saying for years that it will never last. But <laughs> the company is at least refunding everyone who purchased games or hardware 
via its own stores. Uh, people who got hardware from retailers are, are probably out of luck, unfortunately. I don't think that refund will extend to them. Um, if you bought games of a service, they'll be refunded. Um, but you will lose uh, your cloud, uh, your your progress in those games, unless they have like a, a cross-platform cloud save. Uh, you know, things like Cyberpunk, I think, have that. So you might be all right with those. Um, it's obviously classic Google to go killing things off. Stadia got a user interface update the day before the company made the announcement. Uh, and that follows the usual pattern with Google, not telling anyone on the teams, but the project's about to close. Uh, most of Google's Stadia team, I think, had moved on anyway because they've got other projects that they're doing that are based on that technology. Uh, so those engineers are probably working on some other cloud project now. The timing here is perhaps most remarkable. Two months ago on Twitter, Google assured players that Stadium would live on. Uh, but it's all the more perplexing given the fact that Microsoft, NVIDIA and Sony are all looking for cloud-based futures of some kind. Uh, Google's technology certainly started with its problems. It had big latency issues. Uh, but players now say it's much better. Uh, yeah. Your thoughts, Nate? Yeah, well, two thoughts. Uh, I, I should just pick up on, on an error that both of us have done because just then I think you may have accidentally described the product as Stadium. Uh, and earlier no, I, the... I'm pretty sure I said Stadia, but you and... might... But I definitely, in an earlier uh, conversation, I think referred to uh, Smeagol dying in Gondor, which was a complete misspeak because he died in Mount Doom. Uh, so I just wanted to make sure... How stupid do we look right now? I just... Well, stupid but honest, because I wouldn't like anyone thinking that I, I didn't know where That's know, Gollum, Gollum died. Anyway, uh, my opinions on Stadia. Never used it. No. Nope. But... I did hear from Andy of CNET slash my brother fame that <laughs> uh, that it was very very good and 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 actually had had some promise as a service. The thing yeah. is, the thing that bugs me most about this is well, what would have bugged me would be people losing all their money. The fact that Google is doing, I would say, the right thing and giving people their money back um, is actually very very good of them because they don't have to do that at least not for all products purchased ever for Stadia. Um, yeah. But it is losing those saves because some of the games that have been very popular on Stadia, things like Cyberpunk, like these are not quick, casual, dip in and out no. games. These are games that require tens and tens, if not hundreds of hours of investment. And with DLC coming out for many of these games, um, you're going to be completely stuffed. You're going to basically have to start fresh, which is just a really poor experience. And it's one of the best reasons to use uh, things like Steam's Cloud Save and Xbox and, and the PlayStation equivalents. Well, because me, if you then, lose your console or have it stolen, you don't lose your saves, which just no. wasn't the truth, the, the case back in the day. No, absolutely not. But also, um, if you've used NVIDIA's uh, GeForce Now streaming service, that's a, a cut above the rest because basically you buy the games on your own library. Now, it doesn't support everything, but you buy Cyberpunk uh, in Steam, then you connect your Steam account to your NVIDIA account and then you just play the game. And the saves work between both. So you could play it on your desktop or on, say, your iPad while you're out and about. Um, I, I don't know if it actually works on iPad. Terms and conditions apply. See press for details. Um, but, you know, you and carry on from where you left off. So, um, yeah, really cool. I like that service. And it's a bit more expensive, I think. But yeah. you do have the option of better resolutions. You can now play it in... I think they do 4K now, maybe. Or at least they do ultra-wide, which was a problem for me before because obviously I have an ultra-wide monitor. 
so I was hoping that I would be able to use it in its actual resolution rather than 1080p but I think they've added that now so uh, that's pretty cool the, the the pleas from the Google Stadia community were please can you release a Bluetooth driver for your controller so that we can carry on using it but they haven't said anything about that would be the decent thing to do ah interesting so it's it, works it uses as a bluetooth. wired controller yeah but, it, but but bluetooth is proprietary to google devices like um chromecast say ah. i do wonder whether this being killed spells a bit of a <laughs> sour note for amazon's luna which it competes with and well, to my to my knowledge is less loved than than stadia amazon is much better at sticking with products though and mm. also amazon i feel like amazon's got a there's there's an incentive there for amazon to get this right because the tie-in with twitch is so powerful for that you know imagine being able to play in the cloud and stream from the cloud to twitch and you know have all your games you buy your games on amazon so they're getting money from that luna i just the way you know you play i can see it just, being a big success if just it's no, done no streamer on twitch is buying a game on amazon and streaming it from the cloud they're buying no. it on steam possibly epic game store and they're streaming it via obs but why, on but a, why wouldn't amazon go for that as a as a as a concept because actually that could mean that streamers you'd you'd democratize streaming in a completely different way like it wouldn't it wouldn't require the kind of barrier to entry which it does now which is that you need to buy thousands of pounds worth of equipment to stream to twitch the like only imagine way, no the only way amazon would ever do this is if it bought steam if it bought valve well Be- because no no well, well, i mean why not what they, they could already do that they could already have that deal for digital sales between Luna and I don't even know what Luna does. Does it? Can you buy games on Luna? I assume you can. I think it's a subscription-based thing. It hasn't launched here yet, has it? No, it's US only, and it costs about I don't know six dollars something about a month, which right now is about six pounds a month. Um, okay, well, without going too much detail on this, we'll, we'll we'll come back to it. It is a bit of a shame for Stadia, but at the same time, I don't know. It's I mean, not- everyone, everyone's warned. It's Google. This is what they do. They cannot stick to things. They're laughable. And then they whinge on at Apple about the flipping iMessage thing. Get a break. So I've got a new section here. Want to try this out. Uh, again, it's tentatively titled, and I've tentatively titled it Review Review um, because I was oh. I giggled a little bit at a review that I saw on Amazon the other day for a smart camera, and I thought, wouldn't it be interesting if we took one-star reviews for tech products on Amazon or other e-commerce outlets, uh, and then we review whether we think the review is fair? Oh, cool. Okay, yeah. I mean, that sounds like a pretty... Uh, that's an interesting concept. I like that. Thank you. So this is a product that I found called NetView Pet Camera 360 Degree Indoor Camera Wi-Fi Smart Security Camera Dog Cat Baby Monitor with IR Night Vision Pan Tilt Zoom Two-Way Audio Motion Alert App Control Compatible with Alexa Black. It's very catchy. Um, Um, These product names. It was a very highly promoted product on Amazon. Um, and the reviews in general were, were, were sort of hit and miss, but uh, there was this one-star review, and I shall read it here uh, verbatim. Okay. Good, good night vision. It would be handy if the range of motion was better. As it stands, the camera has to be placed on the floor or drilled into the wall to have any hope of seeing the animals in the house are safe. 
I wouldn't mind so much except it looks a bit naff having a camera on the floor, captures guests at rather unflattering angles, and constantly gets knocked over by rambunctious kittens, ultimately defeating the point. One star. Mm. Now, I took a couple of issues away with this because they did reference animals in the headline. The illustration in the uh, in the description of the product showed a baby. Now, babies outside of the world of the Exorcist tend not to crawl on floors. Sorry, tend yes. not to crawl on walls. Well, yes, uh, they, yes, they, yes, they tend to crawl across the floor. You know, only when yes. they're possessed do they defy physics. Um, and so I kind of felt that if you bought this as a product to, to stick on the floor, surely you would know that you would probably have to place it on the floor. Why would it be a surprise that, that if you want to capture kittens and babies that you would probably want to put it on the floor and yeah. then be surprised that it gets knocked over? It yeah, seems- I mean, I think this review is all out of whack, if I'm honest. I think I think you're right. Um, uh, it's got good night vision. You know, that's that's more than probably one star's worth of review in itself. I think so. Um, this to me reads like a three-star review. You yeah. know, one star knocked over, be, uh, knocked off, um, because this person thinks they have to mount it on the floor to get it to do what they want, um, and it looks terrible. Mm, fair enough. I would say you could argue yeah, that. Yeah, but you what did you re- expect? I mean, that that you, you know, you can't defy the laws of light and physics. Yeah. Um, you know, light travels in a certain way, and if you want to capture it, you know, you need to be. Yeah. in level in line with it yeah um so i feel this is a three-star review i don't think it's fair for this to be a one-star review uh the person should be i would say being fair ashamed of themselves deeply well, they, ashamed they might end up like me and banned from reviewing products on amazon nick in our live chat says that that's how people review things if it's the wrong shade of blue for the decor then it gets marked down yeah, I mean, Pete, Pete, this is a real insight into the world of people. And yeah. people are just weirdos. Well, we were speaking of weirdos a minute ago. I just want to take this moment to thank our patrons for supporting us directly. Obviously, nobody's been charged while we've been off air because that's not what we do. That would be theft and that would be a crime and we would feel well, pretty bad about it. I mean, I'm not um, sure it would be theft. It would, they would know it was going to happen. It would be unethical. It'd be dishonest, wouldn't it? Although they still know. I mean, it would say you will be charged monthly. But I mean, I agree with you. We do the right thing, I think. I think so. Do the right thing. We did. We didn't charge anyone while we were off. Um, But thank you to everyone who has at least maintained their active membership and are still listening in RSS. Um, If you would like to join those people and you get our extended version and we're about to come to an extended story, we're going to talk all about euphemisms in tech, specifically whether or not the term ghosting is fair. And a slight spoiler here, no, it isn't. So we're going to talk about that. Um, And if you want to learn more about those and get extra message, which will also resume this week, um, listen to us live, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera, go to patreon.com forward slash UK tech and you can hear about all the things that you can enjoy there. Do you know who's been doing podcasts the entire time we've been offline, Ian? Um, I bet it's that legend of broadcasting, Tom Merritt. Uh, Let's find out. This week on Daily Tech News Show, the first copyright test of text-to-image generators, how we feel about James Earl Jones handing off Darth Vader's voice to an algorithm, why Amazon's new stuff is good, 
Uh, but maybe not great. And Justin thinks the Stadia shutdown is only the first of many deaths for cloud gaming. Plus, thanks to the Large Hadron Collider, we can now take color 3D x-rays of my spleen and yours. All that and much more at DailyTechNewsShow.com. So we go awesome. and listen to yeah, go and listen for some expanded conversations on some of the stuff that we've talked about today. Daily Tech I definitely Show. want to hear more about, you know, color x-rays of spleens. Who doesn't? You know, I used to, um, when I was when I was young, my first ever girlfriend, Lois, um, I had a thing about printing out photographs of spines and posting them through her door. And before you say that's creepy, um, she was totally into it. It was like a thing that we said. We used to post each other letters all the time and... You know how when you're a kid you have words that kind of become popular around your group of friends well yeah, ours yeah, yeah. was was spines things to do with spines um and it was what i used my printer for most uh, most of the time back then was interesting printing out, printing out spines nick says i mentioned the spine thing about six years ago That's good I, i'd completely forgotten so uh, yeah. Well, thanks everybody for listening. If you have got any interest in becoming a patron, listening to our extended version of this week's show, then do go to patreon.com forward slash UK tech. There's quite a lot of deleted content that I know, even at the time of speaking, is going to make it into that version uh, that won't be in the free ones. If you're curious, now's a great time to go and sample that. And if you're listening for free, obviously, thank you equally as much. And please, if you haven't before or haven't recently, do leave us a review in Apple Podcasts, star is on spotify whatever the method of approval is in your podcast catcher of choice be very much appreciated and we'll look forward to being back with you next week um hopefully with some more quizzes and who knows what else all i can guarantee is it'll be me and it'll be him love you bye planning for your next trip Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com trip for free shipping and 365-day returns.